0: Live from Western Kentucky University, capital of the Hilltopper Nation. Whether it's in the locker room or on the field, behind the clipboard or on the court, home or away, we've got you covered. Get ready to enter the Red Zone, your destination for all things sports, right here on Revolution 91 7.
1: And welcome everyone to Red Zone Radio on this edition on November 17, 2019. I'm your host Tory Bowling here at Western Kentucky University, as uh, we got a packed show for y'all today, including WK football, basketball. We got some helmet throwing and uh, all sorts of stuff to go over. Uh, first off, here my co-host tonight are Matthew Hargrove and Ryan Gooden with Harrison Volk uh, producing.
2: Y'all, how are you? Doing swell, yeah. Helmet throwing, Miles Garrett getting himself thrown out of the league. That was or, the most insane of the for the year.
3: Thing that I've ever seen in a football game, like, I know. and I think everybody can relate to that too. Like, and, and everybody in the NFL said they <laughs> didn't even see anything like that. before. It was
2: insane. But I saw a tweet that said it was the malice at the palace of the NFL, and, and it, it was not no, not even no, close. no one climbed up in the stands. The malice, no yeah, that stands. malice in yeah. the palace was just literally like
1: that, their whole teams were suspended.
2: Yeah,
4: but Ron, how are you? Not too bad. Uh, Philly just. Came short. To yeah. The, to the also, Patriots. it might have
1: been the worst week for Kentucky sports fans ever.
4: Yeah. Um. Obviously, pretty brutal two weeks. Straight. Indiana's having a good time over there in Evansville. Yeah. But
1: yeah, we'll go over that a little. Bit. And we'll also go, go over aces. the <laughs> helmet throw here in a little bit. But we're gonna start with some WK football for you. Um. The WKU Hilltoppers take on Southern Miss on the road Saturday at two thirty. or Well, I. What, is it USM? Yeah. US, USM is 7-3, <laughs> 5-1 yes. Conference USA. Uh, their quarterback is Jack Abraham, and he's had a solid year, 2,900 yards uh, with 17 touchdowns. Uh, Kevin Perkins has 88 carries for 509 yards and three touchdowns. And Quez Watkins with 44 receptions, 921 yards, and five touchdowns. ESPN gives USM a 64% chance of winning the game. Uh, Southern Miss has won three in a row, and they uh, feature a really high-powered offense. Guys, can the WKU defense get stops on the road?
2: Well, they're going to have to because they're in a must-win situation if they want a chance to win the Conference USA Championship game. And this is going to be – I mean – Maybe the toughest game they play all year on the road against USM, who's 5-1, and 7-3 overall. And they're fighting for a spot in that Conference USA championship game right now against La Tech. And then you said Jack Abraham is having a sensational year. He ranks in the top. Uh, I believe he has the most passing yards or yards per game uh, for quarterbacks in Conference USA. So it's going to be a high-powered offense. And the defense are, I mean, they have to – have to lock them down. They have no choice. Yeah, it looks like this uh
4: this wide receiver here is their their primary target with 921 yards on the year. Um I don't know if our DBs can handle a, a premier wide receiver Quez like Watkins. That. He um he has dominated all year and I I just hope our DBs can kind of keep up with him because that's been sort of the weakness of the defense if there is one. It would probably be the secondary. Um and it looks like they could take advantage of that easily.
1: Yeah, and um if my math is right here, nine twenty one forty four. Quez Watkins is averaging 21 yards a catch. So yeah, that's they like to, insane. They like to throw the deep ball. Yeah, so uh, so Lucky Jackson has more catches, but Quez Watkins has by far more yards. And so, obviously, he's a big play threat. They're going to have to contain him, which I'm kind of like with you, Ryan. That's not really been WKU's strength this season.
4: Yeah, and it looks like um, for, for WKU to win this game, it would have to be because of the defense because I don't believe that we can – have a shootout with, with USM and and somehow win because I don't believe – I know we put up 45 against Arkansas, but, yeah, but that's Arkansas. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Arkansas. WKU
1: is coming off their best win of the season. I mean, they that was probably the best game they played so far, and so hopefully they can keep the momentum going. I mean, Southern Miss has been a really solid football team this year. They have uh, they've not lost at home. So that's going to be something that WKU is going to have to – do for the first time this season
4: Well, w this is wku's best chance because you're you come off a great win in arkansas and then you're coming off a bye and you have a week to prepare for usm and like this is your best chance you have to beat them if you're going to beat them on the road
2: now if we're talking about uh bowl games i i believe uh i'm pretty sure i saw some predictions you know espn and cbs sports are going to start to come out with their predictions for bowl games and I think I saw a couple uh, with Western in it. One had them in the Cure Bowl, and, and and another one had them playing in Hawaii, I believe, which was what MTSU played in. Tori, is that what you're doing right now? You're looking um, them up. So they, they didn't they didn't have opponents.
1: This Banu So three hours ago, uh, ESPN came out. Boca Raton. Uh, Banu Gurura. That's not right, yeah. that, guys. <laughs> he, no, he, he's, he's the guy that he's the guy that <laughs> oh, I don't know. Who okay. This guy. Uh, he said uh, we'll play Eastern Michigan, in the makers wanted. Uh, Bahamas Bowl. Okay, so that would be in the Bahamas. Uh, Eastern Michigan. Um, that's the game that UK lost their starting quarterback for the year. They're okay. I think. I think they could be. It'd them. be a solid matchup. Yeah, and let's see if I can find what Slavak has.
2: Do you think there's any chance? If Western okay. finds a way to go 8-4, and four, maybe they can get in a bowl game with maybe a 6-6 six and six SEC team like Mississippi State or something like that. That would be really interesting. Well, here's this.
1: Uh, Slobock has them in the walk Independence Bowl in Louisiana against Florida State.
2: How about that? That would be something that would, that special. That would be an actually really cool matchup. Yeah, that would be.
5: Is that something y'all really want?
2: Oh, yeah. well, it just looks good for what okay, you're yeah, I, could, so Kate, I it, couldn't It's couldn't. already we're five minutes in, and you're already <laughs> doing this. Goodness for, gracious! Florida State is actually
1: garbage. Like they're not good. That they, they fired a former WKU coach. I mean, things aren't going well for them. So I'm not scared whatsoever. Of Florida State.
3: If you're talking about Florida State, then yes, I can attest
1: to that. They are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> they, I, I, yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm. I would be very down to play that. I mean, uh, let's let's see what uh, CBS has. Now, uh,
2: that would be something. And,
1: and I think it go. I think it goes to show that I think WKU is firmly in a bowl spot. Right. Yeah.
2: Da, uh. Firmly. I, 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 I think, think the Arkansas. I think, Arkansas, I really I think the Arkansas game really put them. Yeah. Over that. Not hump. only if, do you have Arkansas if they were on the line, but you have at Ar- all.
1: Army as well. Okay. Also, a quality win over UAB. Yes, and so, they yeah. – So you
4: think if we if we end up losing these last two games – I'm sorry, if Western ends up losing these last two games, you think there's still I still think they find chance? a way,
2: but it's going to be a bad bowl. It'll probably be like one of those bowls that nobody pays attention to like the second week of December on like a Tuesday afternoon or but something honestly, like
1: that. But honestly, I mean, if you had asked WK fans, would they have accepted a bowl? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that, they would have absolutely loved that. So, I I mean, to go to a bowl would even be, you know, very – okay. Uh, the CBS also has us in the Bahamas Bowl versus Buffalo.
2: Bahamas Bowl against Buffalo. Yeah. Okay. I think I'd rather take the Florida State. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I
1: think it, it just little, is. It sounds better. more fun. Yeah, it, it
2: sounds better. And wow. mid-major schools, you know, anybody, the fans, they just they like playing Power Five. Uh,
1: how good do you think Ty Story needs to be for WK to win this game? Because the offense is going to have to produce.
2: Yeah, Ty Story. I mean, he's going to have to play like he did against Arkansas in the turnovers. You just can't have them. That's what hurt him against fau and they ended up you know they had a chance to win it in that first play uh towards the end of the game you know he threw that in that interception into triple coverage and you just can't have that and that's one of the reasons why ty's story has been so effective as he hasn't been able to turn the ball over like we've we've said all year long he's been just a little bit better version of stephen duncan he can throw the ball a little bit better and he doesn't turn the ball over and this defense has been special so he's just had to do enough and uh I mean it's looking like it again the Southern Miss offense which is special Ty Story is just not he he cannot turn the ball over. It, I have a feeling it's going to go a lot like the FAU game.
4: I think um he has to be not as much of a game manager but he has to keep his offense on the field. So convert third downs, make it make the first two play like first and second down make it easy, don't lose yards, don't take any bad sacks. Convert some third downs. Keep your defense off the field as much as possible because the last thing you need is that defense to get tired and then USM start putting up uh, some deep bombs on them.
1: Yep. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk, talk about WKU basketball's win over Eastern Kentucky, as well as women's had a good week and volleyball update from our volleyball beat right over there, Kate Gaylord. So uh, keep on listening on Revolution Radio uh, 91.7.
0: Keeping you up to date on Western Kentucky sports, you're in the Red Zone, right here on Revolution 91.7. Welcome back to Red Zone Radio on Revolution 91.7, here talking some WK football, and now we're going to move on to WK
1: basketball with uh, my co-hosts, Matthew Hargrove and Ryan Gooden. Uh, WK basketball is off to a hot 3-0 start. Um, I think the main takeaway from the, these first two weeks is that they're winning games as they're supposed to which has been a problem over the past couple of weeks so we'll get into that um, WKUB EKU 79 to 71 Friday night. Charles Bassey put up 18 points, 12 rebounds. Carson Williams, 15 points and 5 assists. Jordan Rawls, a perfect 6-for-6 six six shooting and 14 points off the bench. And Jamaru Brown for Eastern Kentucky was probably the only reason that this was even even remotely close game because he had 41 points, 3 rebounds, 3 steals, 2 assists. Guys, like I said, WKU is going in and winning games they're supposed to. This has been an actual problem over the past few years. I mean, there's been losses to Missouri State, Ohio, Indiana State, games that they should be winning. Troy. So Yeah, Troy. So it, it's good to see that. WKU is putting away opponents
2: yeah this is nothing it's not a huge resume builder but it's, it's a confidence builder because they've been a they haven't played well on the road especially against games they're supposed to win and this just like this game they're supposed to win it they went out Jordan Rawls I mean come on now five for five two for two from behind the arc and 14 points I mean we've been waiting for a backup point guard behind Tavion to shoot like this forever and it's starting to look like at least here early on that we've that Western has a solid guy.
4: Yeah, I said it last week. He's he's one of the most important people on this team, uh, taking that point guard role. But my my takeaway from this is you beat an EKU team by eight points that you probably should have beat by double digits, and you let a guy score forty one. Which, if you remember from last year, our problem was stopping the other person or the other team's best player. Yeah, it always has been. If you have a guard that can shoot. You're like we cannot seem to stop them, and I don't, I don't know if it's because we're playing zone or because we're just not good at man to man, but it's always been a problem. And I I would hate for to see it
2: happen this year. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So um, yeah, Jamar Runa, absolutely Jamaru Brown absolutely went off as I said, 41 points. But I mean, hopefully WKU's got to kind of find that lockdown defender. I think it's Justin Anderson, and he got a lot more clock Josh this Anderson. game. Josh Anderson, my bad. Yeah. Who's Justin Anderson? Oh, is he the guy for the Mavericks? Yeah, he play yeah. for Virginia. Yeah, okay, there we go. Uh, Josh Anderson, um, I think I think he's the guy. He got a lot more minutes this game because Jared Savage went down with an X-ray with a ankle injury in the first half. He will get an X-ray on that ankle. Uh, Coach Stansbury said this has been a problem on it for him for a while, that it's been locking up on him for a few months. So, you know, it looks like Jared Savage will probably be out for a couple weeks. Um, that's just my guess. So, you know, Josh Anderson will have to step up, and, but, I mean, we know he can definitely do that.
2: Yeah, and uh, something that has been going around for this Western team is, you know, we always say that Tavion is the go-to guy, the guy who's going to, you know, shoot the shot the last one of the, when the clock's going down, but really, we have honestly seen every game. It's a different person. I mean, Bassey, he's going to get his double-double, but I mean, Cameron Justice comes off of a 20-point, uh, 6-3 night, and then the next 0 oh, for 5, 3 points. I mean, basically nothing. And then you get Jordan Rawls with 14 points. And that's just something that Western – I mean, it's good to know, um, but I feel like my prep – I prefer Western has more consistency with that.
4: Yeah, but it's good to know that if you don't have it, that you have, then you have the people backup. that can Yeah, step, that's that can very step true. Up.
1: Well, yeah, going off of that, I mean, uh, you got four guys in double-digit scoring, uh, Bassey at 14.5, uh, Carson Williams at 14.5, Cameron Justice at 13, and Tavion at 13. So, I mean, that, that's really balanced scoring. That's I think that's actually a positive for WKU. I mean, even though – I mean, I, I guess if you look at that, you say, well, you don't have to go to score. I mean, but, yeah, you got Charles Bassett When you know you throw it in the post, he can get a bucket. Well, that's the one
4: surprising thing from this year is I ha- th- this offense isn't run through Charles anymore. It's It's basically – He's there if you need him, and he'll get you some offensive boards and putbacks, but it's not like you throw it down to him every play
1: and you you make him make a play. So, But, I mean, you see WKU shooting. They're shooting 53%, 80% from the free throw line, and then 39% from three-point line. I mean, those are all improved. I mean, obviously it's only three games in against inferior opponents, but, I mean, that's improved numbers over these past few games, which shooting also is my biggest concern going into the year.
2: Yeah, yeah, because they've always struggled from behind the three-point line. And now, obviously, bringing in Justice, you get some consistency with, with that. And then maybe if Jared Savage comes around, uh, we know he's, he's had a slow start, he comes around, then, yeah, it's going to be hard to stop when you got maybe Tavion driving in or they double team Bassey and then you got Savage and Justice in the corners popping threes.
4: That's why, that's why Bassey needs to dominate is because it'll help everybody else. You get an automatic double. If he starts going off and then he needs to learn how to pass out of the post is really his main uh I guess weakness. Yeah. But if he gets that down, it 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 could be lights out from downtown.
2: Yeah, but looking at their schedule, I mean they play Campbellsville tomorrow, which I guess is a regular season game. It they just is. kinda I don't threw it how. in there. It's not even Yeah, it's Random game, uh, they play Little Rock. There's no reason going into uh, the St. Mary's Thanksgiving Classic, which is the tournament they're playing over Thanksgiving break. There's no reason that they shouldn't go into that tournament with an unde- not an undefeated record. Um, did right. I say that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: They should have an undefeated record going in. They should have an undefeated
2: record. Yeah, they um. It's going back to the teams
4: they should beat, and this is this is two. Yeah, they got teams. Little
2: Rock coming in one and three. Yeah. no excuse. And Campbellsville, we know we know about Campbellsville. Yeah, they, we um,
4: do. <laughs> they're not the cream of the crop. But they're, they're not uh, the cream <laughs> of the crop. They're not D one. So, <laughs> um, you does it even see. count?
1: Like, if Campbell's I actually think it does. Okay, because it's not an exhibition. So yeah, I think so it'll count against the record. Yeah, I think it'll count. Um, moving on, WK Women's Basketball beat Belmont and Central Michigan by just huge Martians, margers, They uh, they blew out both of them. Uh, good start aside from the Louisville game for WK Women's Basketball.
2: Yeah, um, what I've noticed with the women is uh, Dee Gibbons has been taking it to another level. Her shooting has been more consistent. She dropped 21 today. It looks so simple. 8 for 15 and... And Coach Collins mentioned this in the press conference that when you got Whitney Creech and uh, if you got Whitney Creech scoring, it's just hard to stop. Because you know Renae and D is already going to be you know getting their buckets, but we saw that this team was playing much better, especially tournament time. That's the reason why they made the Final Four and made it to the Sweet Sixteen, of the NIT tournament. With Whitney Creech putting up buckets, she got 18 today, five rebounds, four assists, just a tremendous performance. Renae wasn't really strong uh, in in today's game. Still got a double double, 10 points, 10 rebounds. Um, but yeah, that. This team, uh, you've got to be excited for them. Yeah, and um, going
4: back to that the Belmont game earlier this week, I mean, you have D. Gibbons who puts up 24 on 50% shooting from three, five for 10, and then you have Whitney Creech who goes for 15 and six assists. I mean, if you have that as your backcourt or – It's special.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and WK Volleyball kept it rolling as the win streak
5: just keeps coming on, Caden. Yeah, man, they they clinched the uh, c u s a regular season championship with yeah. win uh, against Woo! UAB. So they finished, they finished the uh, uh, regular season undefeated in a conference USA play, fourteen and zero. So now it's time for the conference tournament this week, and uh, they play Middle Tennessee on Friday at noon. So they played them twice already this year. You know they won six sets to one against them. So it really should not be a problem. But hey, you never know at this time of year. It's it's just great to see how last year they lost in the first round of the tournament to Southern Miss and they were up two zip and they in Southern Miss battled back 1 3 2 and now this year you know they're undefeated going they're undefeated going into the tournament so hopefully they can keep it going and carry it further and further
2: so my freshman year uh 2 years ago that was when MTSU basketball was so good that people were deciding whether or not they just even if they didn't win the conference USA championship whether or not they deserved a bid into the tournament they lost first round to Southern miss um, I'm pretty sure if Western Kentucky volleyball if a miracle happened I'm pretty sure you with two losses that would be their second loss in the season they'd still get an at you know just an at-large bid but I feel like now, I mean, that would be worse probably if uh, WKU Volleyball lost first round of the Conference USA tournament, I mean, which will not. I mean, yeah, it will it's not like – But
5: can you really not have a ranked team in the uh, –
2: Yeah, that's – yeah, they'll, they'll get an at-large I mean, the last
5: time I know something like that happened, I know SMU Basketball was
1: ranked a couple years ago, and they didn't get in the tournament. So, I mean, I guess it's happened in a different sport, but it's happened before. But, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen, and WK will, uh, will keep a, uh, like, 20-plus game win streak going into – the NCAA tournament. Yeah. So, did you say that the Conference
5: Tuesday tournament is this week, Kaden? Yeah, starting on Friday. Starting on Friday. So, they play at noon. Every time, Central Time. So, they play at noon. Now, are you going down to Houston? I cannot make ah, it down man. to Houston. Man,
2: I really wish the regular season champ would host the tournament. Yeah. That would be a well, no, we, be we, a lot of uh,
1: time. WKU hosted it freshman year. Our, our freshman That's year, right. So that was two years ago. Yeah, that is Brett
3: right. Favre was there. Now, yeah, in, uh, that's, you are exactly yeah. correct. And right like, was there, and then like the conference, ch- uh, like the bracket tournament uh, that they went in the top twenty-five. That was in Lexington too, which I, what, what yeah. wasn't
5: yeah, too it, far. Yeah, yeah, it was at Memorial yeah. Coliseum. Now, so, yeah. if if they win the CUSA championship, they might be able to hold a tournament game here mm. in the NCAA tournament.
2: Pack Diddle for that. That's big so. news. Sell out Diddle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Stay yeah. out stay
5: looking out for
1: that well i drove by i think it was saturday night they might have did they play saturday night uh
5: noon saturday in the daytime yeah well i, I think i drove by and like i mean it looked like a pretty good crowd there oh yeah it, it was about two thousand plus people there yeah that's the great game, so. all right so uh when we
1: come back we're going to talk about a little college basketball and the nba we got a, a ryan's rant for you coming up so uh just keep listening on revolution 91.7
0: keeping you up to date on Western Kentucky sports. You're in the Red Zone right here on Revolution
1: 91-7. Welcome back to Red Zone Radio on Revolution 917 I'm your host, Tory Bowling, alongside Matthew Hargrove and Ryan Gooden. Here talking, getting ready to talk some college basketball. These guy's me and Ryan as well as Caden, we took a hit. Uh, and Patrick also here is a UK fan. We we took a hit apart. Straight hit straight knockout. Are you guys okay? We probably
4: watched not okay, no. I I would rather watch paint dry than have to watch that game ever again. Oh,
2: you're you're talking about oh, Evansville upsetting number one Kentucky. Yeah, the number one team in the country in this week. I mean
1: not a, I mean not only Kentucky fans, but I mean the number one team in college basketball lost to Evansville at home sixty seven to sixty-four
5: I don't. I honestly, it's been almost a week, and I still don't have really words to describe it. I, I have no explanation. Like, what happened? I, do, I don't know what happened.
1: I don't know, but I watched the entire game. And even when they were only down, like, three, it felt like they were down 100 points.
4: It was painful. It, our offense is one of, that game was one of the worst offensive games I've seen since Coach Cal's been here.
1: Do you think it's the worst loss to Cal Perry here? Yes. Yes. Sounds about right. I
5: think
4: as it, a number one team, and you have a, a team, I guarantee half the listeners don't know where Evansville is. It's in Indiana, by the way. <laughs> um, and you have a team come into your house, a former player as a coach, and he comes and beats your team.
1: And after you just did beat the preseason number one team in the country, it looked really good doing it. Yeah. And people, was, were, people were saying, well, I mean, Kentucky w- wasn't ever really the number one team. Yeah. like, Yeah, they were. They beat the preseason number one team, and they beat – Eastern Kentucky about 50, which you're supposed to do. So, I
5: mean, I don't – Yeah. So. To me, it's like I was very disappointed in Ashton Higgins. Like, I'm a big Ashton Higgins fan. Yeah, love, he was I, awful. I love his defense. But this man went one for eight and four turn, four turnovers and four fouls and only had three points. Yeah, he's missing wide open layups. As somebody who's supposed to be a leader of this team, you you just can't do that. They just you don't
4: know? have a go-to. There's nobody on that – there's no well, we P.J. Thought, Washington. We thought it would
5: be Maxie, but, like, where, where is he yeah, going? Yeah,
4: I, I would like it to see – Quickly, he yeah. he didn't have a terrible game, but it wasn't like, I mean, Coach Cal on the, in the off season said he had strides of PJ Washington esque off season. Yeah, and well, I'm not seeing it yet. Yeah, so
1: I don't know. I mean, I I think
5: you know they beat Michigan State, they lost to Evansville. I think they're somewhere in the middle. And the good thing to me is it's only November. I yeah. am not that worried about it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. If you remember John Wall and that team, they played Miami of Ohio, and it took right. a John Wall game-winner to win that yeah, game. Yeah,
1: you're right. And, like, we wouldn't have remembered this unless they lost.
5: Exactly. So And they
1: lost, and it just hurts, and it made me want to cry. So um, do you think this means there's no dominant team in college basketball this season? Because Duke's about to be the number one team in the country, and I genuinely do not think they're good.
2: I think it's like that basically – Every season, I mean, I anybody know. can be beaten college well, basketball. Well, usually like, it feels yeah.
4: like there's two teams that are yeah, just like above the. Rest. Like,
1: I don't think there's any team that's in that upper echelon. Right okay, now. that's fair. Because yeah. I,
4: if you tell me that Michigan State has Joshua Langford in that game that against Kentucky, I say Michigan State wins that
2: one. Yeah. Well, you I mean, you got to say it because I mean, yeah. You see, number one Kentucky beat Michigan State to get that number one seed, and then Evansville beat some. Um, I don't know if it had anything to do with the, you know. Kentucky players just not being motivated to play that game? Oh, they
1: gave no effort.
2: No effort whatsoever. No effort at all. So, um,
1: I mean, Florida lost today to UConn. They were a preseason top seven team, and they've lost twice now. Yeah, they've lost twice now. Um, So, you know.
2: Yeah, but it really does look like. Yeah, from the eye test, it just doesn't seem like there's a team that's just going to take yeah. over. Because
1: even that Duke Kansas game, you know, Duke won, but but
2: Kansas turned the ball over fifty thousand times,
1: twenty eight times, yeah, and they still only lost by like two. I well, think Florida
3: struggled offensively today yeah. too. Like according to Coach Mike White, like the offense is like what they were behind on, and like the reason of why they lost. To UConn, yeah. like, you, like Florida should have won that game, but they didn't. So hey,
2: you I, know it, what this means, though. March is gonna be. It is gonna be fun. Exactly. A lot of fun because there's
5: no dominant team this year. We don't have a Zion. We don't have a RJ Barrett glooming over us for the whole season. Nobody is on. Nobody's a step ahead of anybody. So it's it's all even even playing field, and it's gonna be an exciting season. I will yeah. say though, Louisville I think looks like the best team in the country. That's what right I
4: right? was gonna say. I was gonna ask who. Out of the first two weeks, who do you think is, looks like the best team? Because I,
2: I still wouldn't say it's Duke. but
1: No, definitely not Duke.
2: Would you, I mean, would you guys throw in North Carolina? I mean, Cole Anthony has looked stellar right now. Yeah. I mean, Is that just your Mellow fan coming out? And I, you're, I you're guess a little bit. Yeah, like, a little yeah.
4: bit.
1: A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony. Um, and then Seton Hall lost to Michigan State. That was a, a pretty big game this week. But Miles Powell goes for 37. That's a bad man.
4: He better be a second-round pick. At least. I know there's... Because he might not even get drafted.
1: Oh, he should, though. He's so but good. But he,
4: he can score at will, and there's nobody that can stop him.
1: Yeah. Um, and then the James Wiseman situation. So, he dropped the lawsuit against the NCAA, and now he's kind of waiting. He's hoping to only have to miss three to six games before they might rule him eligible again, but it's kind of a sticky well, situation. Well, if they do...
2: So, I, I guess what I'm getting from this is they haven't officially ruled him ineligible. Now... I mean, he's played two games while, you know, Memphis kind of just taking a chance on whether or not he'll be ruled eligible or ineligible or not. So I wonder what the NCAA will do. They should do nothing. At this point, who cares?
4: This is the season you need somebody like James Wiseman to be playing because there's no hype around any team or anybody. Yeah. And if you want somebody like that, you need him to be playing. If I
1: was Memphis, I'd just play him. Oh, yeah.
2: And if there's like, if there's talks about, you know, like, Man, if they do rule him ineligible and the NCAA is like, "Well, you know, he played two games. We're going to take away your your tournament bid or if, you know, you make it to Sweet or make it to the Final Four, we'll take that away. All your accomplishments. I mean, two games in November really doesn't mean no, anything."
1: Um, so moving on to the NBA, I think the big news of the week, at least here at Red Zone Radio, is that Carmel Anthony is back in the league, and he has signed with the Portland Trailblazers. Matthew, take it away. So here's
2: the story. I'm sitting on my couch. What was this? When did he get signed? Thursday night. Thursday night. I mean, I'm just chilling. I'm ready for the weekend. I got all my homework done. Like yeah. It has been a phenomenal week. I'm watching the Steelers play. Yeah, They're getting beat uh, by know. the Browns. I'm D- not feeling good. I'm wearing my juju jersey very disappointed. And, they,
1: and they've not yet been uh, <laughs> hit in the head with the helmet. Not now. yet. Not no. yet. The
2: exciting hasn't happened yet. And then the Denver Nuggets were playing later. So I was like, this is a good night of sports. So I'm chilling on the couch and I get a text from my man sitting to my left, Ryan Gooden. It says, (laughs) Did you see it? And what I immediately thought was because all these Mookie Betts rumors are coming out, I was like, Oh my gosh, my boy Mookie Betts, like what what's gonna gonna happen? Who's gonna be our right fielder? What are we gonna do? I go to my phone, I go to Twitter, and the first thing that pops up, uh, the biggest Woge bomb big of woge the twenty first century, Carmelo Anthony
1: that's,
2: that's has si- no, it's not. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony has signed with the Portland Trailblazers. I call Ryan immediately. To sum it all up, I lost my voice for the rest of night, and I didn't even care that the Steelers lost. Now, Matthew, I have a question
1: for you. You are a big Carmelo Anthony fan. Obviously. A little bit. Obviously. So, like, does it not make you sad that he's not going to get like the farewell tour that these other guys have
2: got? It doesn't like, make me sad because, because I don't think he deserves one. You don't think he deserves one? No, because you have to do it for guys who have won championships. Not, I mean, Melo has had a Hall of Fame career, no doubt. One of the best one-on-one so scores of all you time. you don't get a farewell
1: tour unless you won a championship. So Vince Carter doesn't deserve a farewell farewell tour.
2: No. Not like D. Wade. Okay. Or not no like league. that. Just, or sure. Nowitzki. And, uh, yeah. you know, Vince Carter's great, but I just think Melo, if anybody – I mean, Melo deserves more of a farewell tour than Vince Carter. Oh,
1: yeah. And uh, it's just kind of sad because Melo, he's <laughs> – even if he does announce he's retiring this year or whatnot, like, it's not going to be the same. I just like, wanna he see has him, no association with the Blazers. Yeah, you know? I just
2: want to see him go the full season and, and just, yeah. you know, he doesn't have to put up amazing numbers but just show that he can play and maybe, you know, win a, help the Blazers win a playoff series. The way it's looking now, you know, they're 5-8, and eight, they're – Almost dead last in the Western Conference. Well, not dead. You know, you know what I mean. Uh, they're down there, not not in the playoff uh, top eight seeds right now. But I just hope maybe you know if they end up getting a sixth seed, maybe find a way to win a playoff series or something like that.
1: All right, Ryan, I, I I'm pretty sure you have a rant. Is that right?
4: Oh, you know I do, of course. Uh, speaking of the NBA, uh, our man, or I guess Caden's man from last year. James Harden. James I'm Harden. I'm sure we're going to be hearing about it a lot in the future because he's going to be cu- putting up these amazing numbers for... Almost, almost averaging games 40 points come. per game. After yeah. Never th- been done. After the rough
1: start. It, it, has it, it been done? Well, Will. Will it average 15-25 one year? Okay. You?
4: Does that count, though?
1: it uh, nah. It doesn't. Whatever.
4: Either way, <laughs> he had a rough start. It's at amazing. Beginning. Yeah. 40 points per game. Are you kidding me? Go ahead, Ryan. He had a rough start oh, at the, the beginning, fire. and um, it didn't... People were talking about, oh, him and Russ aren't going to mesh well, blah, 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 blah. Russ is taking a back well, seat. Well, Russ was playing pretty well. Russ is taking a back seat now. Yes, it he seems is. like as uh, Harden is putting up 40 points, triple doubles, all this stuff on uh, 50 shots, it feels like a game. So <laughs> 50 am shots? Am I impressed? No, because I feel like if you gave me 25, I could put up maybe 15. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, if you're having an NBA player who's supposed to be one of the best scores ever i mean they
2: do have i mean they're up there
4: with the lakers he's just not an efficient player and it that doesn't impress me
1: he's averaging 25 shots a game
2: so
5: i really can't believe we're hating right now
1: so let me say this let me, say, I mean, this, let me say this I'm
2: if james shooting. harden at the end of the year is shooting overall 35% from the field
1: he's shooting 41% right now.
2: 41 okay so let's say that he ends the year averaging 38 points per game Let's say uh, I don't know six rebounds, seven assists, and the Rockets end up first in the Western Conference.
5: That's just not gonna happen though.
2: But what? What if it happens? Yeah, he'll get you MVP. gotta get in. You gotta give but, him MVP. But it's not yeah, impressive.
4: He do. do you want to read? Do you
2: want to hear this stat line? It may not him? be impressive because of how many shots he's putting up, but you gotta give him MVP. Again. Yeah, give it to him. Go ahead. But he's not gonna win a.
4: a a championship no, that no, way. so it doesn't not. matter no. it really doesn't matter here's his stat line from the Minnesota game and this is why I brought it I brought and it and this up. game was uh, and last, last night last, last night, night. Last last night. night. And it was a 125 105 win for the Rockets they're now 10 and 3 they're playing well here's James Harden if I just tell you the regular stats which is 49 points six assists uh, 49, re- 5 rebounds You'll think,
1: man, this guy's the best point in the league
4: And then you go to the shooting And you go 16 for 41 Ooh, oh, that geez. 8 for 22 that Sounds three. like my Preston hey, staff. Hey Matthew, <laughs> when is the last Except time you've seen two for 41. Anybody shoot 23s And it's not been Steph or Clay? No. No. Yeah, Maybe Melo Mellow on the Nuggets To be honest with and you he's, And he's the
5: efficient player You want on <laughs> your I team mean, Right he was, he was plus 16 In that game as well though. Oh so, plus, I mean, my plus, plus minus Plus <laughs> minus Is this not Team 48 Are we really going hey. With plus minus I'm just saying I mean I agree that They can't win a championship This way I didn't think they were Going to win it When Gerald Green Went down anyways but oh, you, think, that, you that think, was the deciding factor. You think Jahl Green is make or break with <laughs> JB? I think Jahl Green was a big part of this team. <laughs> There's no that, way for that second unit. Jahl Green, <laughs> don't disrespect. I, well, now, don't let, disrespect. Let me get this
1: straight. I love Jahl Green. He's one of my favorite 2K players of all time. But you think Jahl
5: Green will make or break? <laughs> He's got Matthew. Over no, here. I'm saying, I do not think they were winning anyways. I'm saying Jahl Green going down even less in there.
2: Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jahl <laughs> Green's a solid player. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm uh, laughing just because Tori's laughing. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, that was good. Um,
1: Paul George is back. Um, He put up like 37 points last night. Since he
2: feels like he has new
4: shoulders. Yeah. You should after you have surgery on both of them.
1: Um, LeBron, I mean, he he took a body last night. Was that Balencia down there? What was he doing? I don't
2: know. He should <laughs> what be kicked what, what was what that? Are you, what are you trying to do? He didn't even jump. Like, like get out of the way. way. If if
1: you're going to stand there, at least fall and act like you took a charge. Yeah, right? there was a
2: picture like halfway a freeze frame, halfway LeBron's yeah. about to bam on him, and it, it just hit, sees his face. It looks like he's just like, okay, I'm here. Like yeah. I'm I'm about to die. Like <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. Um, but speaking of MVP, I think I mean, LeBron has looked the most impressive. Yeah, issue. if the yeah. season ended yeah. today, I think you would have to give it to LeBron. I mean,
1: Giannis has put up a double double on every single game.
2: I think just because where the Lakers sit, top of the Western Conference, and he's and he's close to averaging a triple double. All these young players,
4: though, I mean, the surprise team in the NBA has been the Suns, and they're doing without DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker has been going
2: off. Another another talk uh, talk
1: about efficiency. I mean, he's shooting like fifty three percent. I mean.
2: Yeah, definitely. Another surprise about team, about uh, Miami Heat. I mean, out of bio is no my, Joes. My, and Tyler, here was lot. putting
4: up good yeah. numbers. My sleeper team from the East, Let's definitely. Yeah, they look, right. look good. We
1: got to we got to move on. Uh, we're going to talk about the NFL and a little Gerald college football. Jail Green. <laughs> Green, man. Um, so uh, keep tune in uh, for our NFL MVP talk. Is it Russ? Is it Lamar? Give me a little CMC. Ooh. Oh, oh, we'll, we'll find out uh, <laughs> on uh, Red Zone Radio on Revo- Revolution 91.7. <laughs>
0: Talking all things Tapper Sports, you're listening to Red Zone on Revolution 91.7. Welcome back to Red Zone Radio on this November 17th edition. Uh, We got a little
1: NFL talk coming up for you. Uh, First off, I think the story of the week definitely was the Brown Steelers brawl. If you didn't see it, which if you didn't, you've been living under a rock. But um, Miles Garrett kind of violently hit Mason Rudolph in the head with his helmet after pulling it off. Um miles Garrett got uh and suspended it indefinitely uh so he's definitely out for the rest of the year um if and they included the playoffs I was like they're not making the playoffs um <laughs> and as well as um uh he he is appealing it so uh, guys what first off what did you think about what happened and what did you think about the punishment that was handed down
2: well I think the the biggest debate: the punishment was good out for the year. No, that's
4: the that's where you're wrong. Oh.
1: Hey,
2: let's what do you let, think? Let, what do you let let think? Let
4: let Matt, go, go ahead, go sorry, first. Go ahead yeah. talk. I'll let
2: you. I'll let you have it. Well, I think it's out for the year, and then they Which gave. You're
1: a Steelers fan, so I'm sure you didn't appreciate your quarterback getting hit in the hill. No, the um,
2: the hill. <laughs> even though you know Mason is not a franchise dude, no. but he's the only hope they really have if they. Won a chance at the playoffs, and I know Off subject. don't look at me like I'm crazy because they're sitting at 5-5, five and five, and there's a chance for that 6 seed. Yeah, the is very weak. But yes. Uh, um, but I was really disappointed. <laughs> Even though you have to, Marquise Pouncey got a three-game suspension basically for protecting his QB. Right after Garrett just wrecked Mason Rudolph's head, uh, Pouncey came over and just started. I mean, swinging, kicking at him, and we see it as, oh, he's just protecting his QB. But at the end of the day, you just can't do that. You got to hold your emotions. He even said in an interview he blacked out. He doesn't even remember uh, doing that to Miles Garrett. Um, now, here's I think the biggest debate in all this is who started it: Mason Rudolph or Miles Garrett. The game's over. Miles Garrett, you know, puts it a little extra in the tackle. But I don't think there's any reason Mason Rudolph should have been pulling his helmet off. Now, that gives no excuse, obviously, for Garrett to do. Not only that,
1: I think it was over even after he pulled – Rudolph's helmet off because he started to walk away. And, and Rudolph, Rudolph kind of went at him. him. Yeah. He see, put his
5: foot where a man's foot should not be. I just yes.
2: don't. I don't know, looking at the replay, if Miles Garrett really meant to put something extra on that. T- I don't know. It's- it doesn't matter who started it
4: because Miles Garrett finished it. Yeah. <laughs> and he finished it pretty well. But I don't think the punishment should have been that high because, I mean, if this is. I don't think it would have been out for the season. He could have hurt him if really is, badly. If this is the fourth game really of the season, I don't think he's out for the rest of the
1: year. I, th- I actually think it would have been.
4: I see I don't see, agree. I with don't that. think
1: I don't think it should be.
4: I think it should be 6 games no matter what. 6 games and then Marquis should have got nothing because, because of defending the, your your quarterback yeah. who just got hit in the head with his own helmet.
1: And Rudolph getting away scot free is Yeah, that's also
2: Yeah, he's uh, Is he probably going to get fines. It's like an he, ins- he uh, got fined. He did, fine. but
5: at the same time, he was like, "Oh, I might press charges." Blah blah blah. No.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I didn't like that. Yeah, I did, I like that. yeah. Kind of but out. I thought it should have been six game bare minimum. If they make the playoffs, let them play.
1: Now, I, I mean, I will say if if Miles Garrett, I mean, it's a very serious thing because Miles Garrett hit Mason Rudolph in the right place. He could have paralyzed that
5: man.
4: Yeah, but if he swings and misses, we're not even. This is a if, two game suspension. If
5: Mason Rudolph didn't run over towards Miles Garrett when I he's agree. already and being and I think that's t-
2: and I think that's the point because a lot of talk. Uh, that's gone along with this is the baseball argument. And That's what I want to bring When pitchers up. throw at the batter's head, they'll get suspended for what? Maybe you know five, ten games. But they usually miss. What if he intentionally throws at a batter and actually hits them? We don't. We've never really seen that. And I don't think we've ever seen that. Well,
4: in the game, what do you get? You get a warning before you even get anything. Most and then, of the time. And then you get thrown sure, out. sometimes. Unless sometimes it, they will throw you out. Unless it's, like, before that, like, there was beef before that. If it's just a random player and you're just – you, you like, throw it at their head. Yeah,
2: the umpire will give warnings to and both dugouts. think Doug with Garrett, helps.
1: like, I don't think he actually meant to, like – I hit him with the helmet. I think it was just that it was a natural reaction. He went to punch, and it just so happened that it was in his hand, and so that's what No, I, okay, think, no, he meant, yeah, uh, no. I think he meant to swing. You, you think I think he, he knew, knew he, he had the helmet.
2: helmet, so he was like, I'm swinging away, because he didn't really go like – it didn't look like it was. he was trying to punch. Yeah. He, he went full, I mean, circle motion. Well, and then Larry
4: Okunjobi just comes out of nowhere and just – trucks him. And trucks <laughs> Mason Rudolph from yeah. behind, which – I mean, you deserve that one game for what you did. But.
5: I would like to compare this situation to Gronk a couple years ago yeah. when they played the Bills. Yeah. And Gronk, I know what you're
2: talking about. Yes, yeah,
5: I forgot who the player was on the ground, but Gronk play decides, was over. The play was over. Gronk decides to run over and. Fully, like, put his Go, whole body his head, weight yeah. into the back of this man's head, and he only got one game suspension for that.
4: It's about who you are. I, I feel
5: like that's worse than the helmet because I don't know if it is
2: because the other guy. This sounds bad, but the other guy did have his helmet on. But
5: let's remember,
1: uh, Garrett's kind of had a little some situations this track year record. alone. Yes, and that I feel
4: like that's what went into the suspension. That's why it's indefinite and not just the rest. But of I, the year. I don't think
1: it'll be any more. Well, I year.
2: also saw. Uh, something about if this was M- Vontez Perfect, he'd be out of the league. Well, Vontez Perfect has he a would pretty be. big yes. history, and yeah, Vontez Perfect did that. He would be out of the league. He is out of the league, because but they were of trying to make did. the argument saying Miles Garrett should be out of the league because if Vontez Perfect no. would, it wasn't a strong argument. No. no.
1: Um, just real quick, MVP talk. Lamar just keeps blowing away.
2: Yeah, I I know you like Russell Wilson, but Lamar at the beginning of the season was playing easy teams and we were like, ah, we're not buying into it. I mean, he's be- beating the Patriots and then people were calling this Texans Ravens game arguably the game of the year. Mm. The final score was 41 to 7. 41 to 7. I mean, Lamar has just looked outstanding. I I I got to put Lamar over Russ right now. I'm going to go with Lamar too. I I just
4: haven't seen I mean, I, obviously Lamar has shown us amazing. I think he's number 2, but I, Russell Wilson haven't given me a reason to not pick him. Yeah, I'm yet.
1: gonna I'm gonna go with Russ today,
4: but in two weeks, I would not be surprised if. If Lamar takes it and runs with it, and they've both literally.
3: they've both given uh, like both of the two undefeated teams they're not undefeated anymore. Undefeated yeah, anymore. But they've both given the two undefeated teams in the NFL their only loss. Yeah, of the Niners should have won. Though. And but here's where it's going to be that interesting, was an awful game
4: because the game of the week next week, which is the 49ers and Packers, Packers that could put Aaron Rodgers way up there too. Yeah, you, it that'd could be three way. No,
5: I'm run. sorry, Aaron Rodgers was out of this conversation when they lost to the Chargers.
2: He's 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 just four, low 20. key. He's still in the Packed. Um, but I think there's still a chance Rodgers can, yeah, can make a late push. Maybe the, end up because
1: it's the 49ers is the best. You got to be objective, defensive Kate. That might put him out for you, but I mean overall, he's going to be in the conversation.
4: I feel like Christian
5: McCaffrey's Niners. higher than Aaron Rodgers. He might be, yeah. I yeah. mean, might.
4: yeah. But I mean, look what they just did today. They got beat. Uh, a but, running back isn't got. Yeah, they got the smacked MVP. by the Falcons.
5: Yeah. I, I just think it's ironic that we have two black quarterbacks and one white running back in the uh, conversation. It's usually switched, but I don't know. I just thought that was pretty
1: funny. <laughs> um, and, and people are like, "Well, Lamar's best games are against the Bengals and Dolphins." Well, I mean, he has beat so Tom every Brady. so is every best game he's for beat, a quarterback. He's beat Russell Wilson, <laughs> Sorry, and Patrick. he's beaten uh, Deshaun Watson today. That's I mean, that's all in the last month. Yeah,
4: he's beaten their defenses, but I don't know if he's been the court. I mean. The, I'm just the Patriots' defense is yeah. good, yeah. The Texas defense is lackluster at best. But he's outplayed them. He has. He's done what he's supposed to, and he's he's doing it well. But
1: um, just real quick prediction: Does Colin Kaepernick get signed? No, no. no.
2: He ruined his chance.
4: You don't think so? No. You,
1: you think with the interview?
2: Yeah, I, no, I think with him switching up where he went to go. Yeah, it was no. supposed to be at the Falcons. Facility. Twenty-five teams showed up, and in the last second, because apparently Cap, yes, Yes. apparently Kaepernick wanted to change the way, or he wanted his.
5: No, he wanted the media to be available. The NFL wanted it to be private, but Cap wanted everybody to be available because the NFL wants to control the control the narration, but Cap wanted. Everybody to see. No, what's Cap
4: going just on. wants everybody to see what's going on with him. It's all, yeah. A, it's all a media thing. So he moved the workout to, to a, a high school, yeah. and then eight teams only showed up. If he actually wanted to be in the league, That's he would have done it with, with the twenty-five teams there.
1: I disagree, but I we don't
5: have time. So,
1: well, uh, I do think if he wanted to be, in, if he really wanted his shot, he would have taken it with yep. the twenty-five teams there. All right. Um, when we come back, we're gonna get our pickums. Uh, not a great week, but we'll do them anyway. Uh, on. Uh, when we come back on Red Zone Radio on Revolution
0: 91.7, talking all things Tapper Sports, you're listening to Red Zone on Revolution 91.7. Breaking news on Red Zone Radio
1: Ron Gooden drinks six jugs of milk a week. That's a lot. That's a and lot. For me, on, on average. It's not breaking news. That's a lot of milk. Because <laughs> I live with It's this on man. average.
5: <laughs> and he's still a little guy. I hate to see. I it.
1: mean, is that just drinking or is that cereal too? Oh, Not much cereal. Just a lot, just a lot of drinks. Dang, that's. Every meal, every See, meal. See, I, I don't like drinking milk with my meal, but okay, we'll move on. Um, two pickums this week. Um, not a whole lot of great games in college football, so we threw in an NFL game in there as well. As, and uh, we got a big game there, second to last. I mean, it's the game of the week, probably. Um, all right, start out WKU versus Southern Miss. Hold
2: up, do you? What are the standings? Oh, goodness gracious! <laughs> Have them all right here. <laughs> Let me go ahead. ahead. <laughs> Let me go ahead, <clears> man. <Matthew. throat> all right. I usually start with first. Let's start with last because I want to start with myself. <laughs> Matthew Hargrove is in last place, sixty-five and forty-four. You got Tori in fifth, sixty-seven and forty-two. Everyone had great weeks by the week, uh, or by the way, by the week, <laughs> by the way. Harrison had the worst week and he went seven and three. But Caden. Had a huge nine and one week, and John had an eight and two. So Caden, by the end, when I get done with the is going to be one game up in first place. So I said, fifth place is Tory. Harrison's in fourth, seventy and thirty nine. Ryan in third, seventy two and thirty seven. Then you got John, seventy seven and thirty two in second, and one game above him is Caden at seventy eight and thirty one.
5: Put me out, cause I'm on fire.
2: <laughs> you are on fire. You are on fire. Here we go.
5: Okay. All
1: right. WK versus Southern Miss. I got the tops, uh, obviously. Uh, Matthew.
2: I'm going to go Southern
1: Miss. All right. Obviously. (laughs) Uh, Harrison. Uh, WKU. All right. Ryan. Uh, Southern Miss. Caden. WKU. And Patrick. Southern Miss. All right. Uh, Texas versus Baylor. Baylor blew the game versus Oklahoma. They should have 100% won that game. I'm gonna go with Baylor, they bounce back, uh Matthew.
2: Yeah, I bet they bet ba- yeah, I think they bounced back in Texas, man. What a disappointing yeah, season. Six and four now. Six and four. I mean, there were some people who were
1: putting and, and them they in the playoff.
2: Yeah, they did.
1: Yeah, so all right, Harrison.
2: I'm going with Baylor,
3: and I agree with y'all. It's not te- Texas football has a lot of work to do. Yeah. So Baylor.
4: Ryan. Uh Baylor and Texas will be back next year, trust me.
1: And I've heard that for <laughs> ten years now. Uh Kayton. uh, who's home? Uh Baylor's home. I was gonna pick Baylor anyways. Baylor, <laughs> uh, Patrick, Baylor. All right, SMU versus Navy. This should be a pretty good game this week. I'm gonna go with Navy. They, I mean, they they didn't play Notre Dame that great, but I mean, <laughs> it was okay.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go Navy.
4: All
1: right, uh, Harrison, go Navy. Yeah, I knew that. Ron, uh, give me SMU. Okay,
5: uh, Caden, is it at Navy? Is that Navy. Navy? Navy,
1: and Patrick, Navy. Ooh, free win. Thank you guys. Kansas State versus Texas Tech. I'm gonna go with Texas Tech, Matthew. Give me the cats. Okay. Uh Harrison. Uh Texas Tech. Ryan? Uh K State. Caden? Uh K State just lost to uh Texas, right? They d- no they don't lose to Texas because Texas lost.
5: I don't know who they lost to, but I know they lost. Uh just go ahead and give me K State. Okay. Uh Patrick.
1: Texas Tech. And the Packers were 49ers. I had a really hard time with this one. I'm going to go Packers. I don't feel great about it, Matthew. I'm going to go Sam Fran. Yeah. Um Harrison.
3: Uh the 49ers, they've been a big surprise for me this year, and I think they I think they can do it again against the, the Packers. All right, Ryan?
5: Packers. Caden? I think Jimmy G is a glorified game manager at this point in time. They um, they win games. Yeah, the defense wins games. Uh go ahead, give me the Packers. Okay, Patrick.
1: Give me the 49ers.
5: Okay. Syracuse
1: versus Louisville. I got Louisville. It is at Louisville. Uh, Matthew. Louisville. Uh, Harrison. Louisville, sorry. Ron. Cards. Caden. Louisville. And Patrick. Cardinals. Mm, That's sad. Louisville all the way. Uh, Number 15, Michigan at Indiana. Indiana valiantly almost beat Penn State, so good for them, but uh, I, I got Michigan. Yeah, easily. Matthew.
2: Yeah, Michigan.
3: Harrison. Michigan.
1: Ryan, you got Michigan. Yes, Caden.
5: Oh.
2: I tell you what, this may be. Uh, this may be. If you want to go with Michigan, I guarantee you. I feel like when we ask John to go through the picks, he'll pick Indiana. As- I bet he will.
5: That's what I'm scared especially of. Especially after. Oh yeah, that's true. Especially.
2: After making it a game with Penn State, he's on his high horse right now. He might not. No, I think he would. Okay. Mm -hmm. I I really
5: (laughs) wish John was here because that's what I base my picks off nowadays. All right, Caden,
2: we got. (laughs) I apologize. If you pick Michigan, plus Ah, Michigan, Michigan. Just give me Michigan. They choke a lot. All right, Patrick.
1: Give me the Wolverines. All right. Uh, Tennessee versus Missouri. Uh, (laughs) A laughing stock game of the SEC. (laughs) Give me Missouri, Uh, Matthew. Missouri. Is Kelly Bryant back? Mm, I don't know. <laughs>
3: you will never hear me pick
4: uh, Tennessee to win right. a game, Missouri. Ryan. Uh, Tennessee, just for Matthew's sake.
1: Okay. Um, Caden. Um, Missouri. And Patrick. Tennessee. Okay. Georgia Southern versus Arkansas State. Marquee matchup. A marquee matchup This is the –
2: Game. The game day game, right?
1: Yeah, I, I believe so, yeah. I think you're going down to Arkansas State, wherever the city is. really? Yet. No. No, <laughs> no okay. <laughs> it is not. My um, I'm going to go Georgia Southern on the road. I know that's a shocking pick. but uh, Matthew, So, what are
2: these teams, what's their records? I think Do they're you both um...
1: six and four, maybe. It's Georgia State, one. Georgia Southern, no, Georgia Southern did not beat um, Tennessee. That was Georgia State, so. I'll go with
3: Arkansas State.
1: All right. Um, Harrison.
3: I'm going to go with Arkansas State, too.
1: All right.
4: If this was Central Arkansas, I would pick them, but it's not. So okay. Georgia Southern,
1: Caden.
5: Um, Kaden. Oh, um, yeah, oh, just uh, give me Georgia Southern. Okay,
1: uh, and then uh, Patrick. Same, Georgia Southern. All right, and this is the actual game of the week: Penn State versus Ohio State. And I wanted it to be kind of close, but I don't think it is. I'll take Ohio State. Penn State. What? You are out of Whoa.
2: your mind. I need to come Whoa. back. I need, need to come clothes. back. I'm not. I'm not gonna get back. Do you think Penn standings? State will win? Do I think they'll win? No.
0: But Why I are you doing this?
2: Because I need to get back but in this. That won't, but that but won't help any drama, it, won't, lose. it won't help if I'm gaining one game. we got like three weeks left in the season. All right, Harrison. You tell me the game again. Uh, Ohio- Penn State, Ohio State.
4: Oh, Penn State. <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> uh, whoa,
4: uh, Rod. I, I, I'm blown away, so give me Ohio State by 50.
1: I, I know you'll pick Ohio State, Caden. O-H-I-O, baby. And then Patrick. I, I don't even know why this is a conversation. Yeah, I know. Wow. Ohio State, wow, this, I mean, Ohio State this, could be Cincinnati. That I'm was a lot more Penn thrilling. There, I also dude. don't like Ohio State. Well, so. oh, that's what? What? <laughs> what? did you just say? <laughs> that's turns <laughs> <different. laughs> All right, We are done for tonight, so uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, check us out on Facebook and Twitter and anywhere else you can find Red Dome Radio. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday night uh, discussing all things WK Sports. For my host, uh, Matthew Hargrove, Ryan Gooden, my my ho- producer. Harrison Valk, Caden Gaylord, and Patrick, as always, go tops. Go Go tops.